Welcome to Hilliard Studio Podcast. I'm Liz Hilliard, the owner of Hilliard Studio Method. And I'm Lee Canelli, the director of training at Hilliard Studio Method. But we're more than just that. In fact, we are two women sharing love and life together. In this podcast, we will explore truth, authenticity, and the fears that hold us back from being our true selves. We hope to inspire you to be your most powerful self because life is short and life is good. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, hi, hi. How you doing, Liz? I'm good, Lee. How's it going today on a sunny day? Oh, I like the sun. We've got to enjoy this, right? We've got about 15 more minutes before the... (laughs) Hurry. Yeah. (laughs) Run outside. Uh, No, it's too cold. Right, exactly. No, it's a beautiful day to talk about what we're going to talk about today, Mm -hmm. kind of metaphorical, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And the topic, let's just get right to it. We're going to talk about visibility. Right. I think this is really interesting because you had a conversation with someone a couple nights ago, maybe, and you know, we Mm -hmm. kind of brainstormed and thought we should talk about this. So we did. Tell me where it began. Yeah. I was watching uh, TV and got the great little. (laughs) No surprise. Yeah, I know. You know, Outlander (laughs) had to see the end of that. But no, a friend of mine, Liz Nielsen, most everybody probably listens to this. But if you don't know, she's a great artist. Um, But anyway, she's a friend too. And she noticed on Instagram that you and I, that you had a a ring and (laughs) she lost her mind basically. But the beauty of uh, talking to somebody like this, who is in a same sex relationship was she reminded me of Mm -hmm. the high visibility that I I I suppose that you and I have locally and, and the difference that, that, that she believes that that makes to other people that are not only struggling uh, with being their real selves, whatever Mm -hmm. that means to them, but also um, to sort of opening the minds of people that maybe don't understand that at all. Right. And she said it so eloquently to me that I, I've been thinking about it ever since. And I thought it'd be sort of interesting for us to talk about that and to talk about why and why did we decide to, you know, be so open about our relationship? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I know that in the very beginning, and I'll just go there, the very beginning of our situation with Lee and I was very private and very um, terrifying for me personally. And I've made that known on the podcast before and for Lee, it was different, but I was very, very afraid of my feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, Not the least of which was that it could not only ruin my uh, reputation, my business, right? Uh, but it, it just shattered all of the beliefs that I had for who I thought I was. And I thought that I could never go outside of my own sexuality and fall for somebody, you know, in the same sex. Right. Right. I think that's very interesting. So to back it up a little bit, yes, you were talking to Liz, she and Lena, her wife live in New York. And so she had just seen, I guess it was like you said, an Instagram post where she just wrote, you know, how excited she was. And the part that I liked about that was how she said, you're in, you know, a same sex relationship within what seems to be like a normal on the outside persona for you, for me, you were married to a man, you're a successful businesswoman. I was married to a man. I have two kids. So there's that quote unquote normalcy that we post had and 
now to be in a different relationship still within what people view as normal empowers people who maybe have never felt normal and maybe stretches them. I think uh, uh, the point about stretching someone's, whether it's imagination or their boundaries of who they think, for instance, that they look at us, you know, they, they might, for instance, we have people that accept us that really can't get their heads around this. Right. Well, that's also a good thing. It's not only also a good thing, it is a good thing because Mm -hmm. anytime you challenge yourself or someone challenges you to step outside of your own thought process, then you are going to grow. Um, and then I sort of kind of delved deeper into this because I feel like, you know, Liz said to me, you are not only, you know, expanding people's minds, but in some cases you're actually in, as absurd, absurd as it sounds, saving people's lives. And I thought, mm. well, that's an overreach. You know, <laughs> we're, we're just two women that have chosen one another in a relationship, but for people that are younger, uh, that perhaps have no one and they are in the quote unquote normal community we're in mm-hmm. where, whereas they may have whatever reaction they may have to us, it still opens their eyes to, Oh, so if they ever do feel something that is not quote unquote normal, meaning heterosexual love or. Right. You know. I mean, sexuality, gender, all of it. Yeah. And I think the, the point is that that is all very complicated and it's interesting. I want to, ask you about the fears that you really had in the beginning, because I do think I absolutely did as well, but maybe because you're more in touch with your own feelings and experienced, you know, more than I have, that that was a deeper feeling for you than the fear was that I had. Like I had my own version of it, but talk about what was it that you were feeling specifically? Well, first of all, I felt a depth of attraction and love, you know, that was new to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I will not belittle the attraction or depth of love that I had for my right. former husband in any way, shape or means. It was just different mm-hmm. and it was unexpected. And when I say it was a shock, it was the biggest shock of my life. There's no bigger shock that has ever happened to me. And I've had some really crazy <laughs> things happen that was more of a shock. Well, but at that point, I was terrified by it. Now I'm very, I'm thrilled about it. But I, the terror came because I really and truly thought I was crazy. And yeah. I thought I must be some sort of a, I don't know, a pervert or something. You know, like, <laughs> what is the matter? You're like having, you know, what is this re- about? some romantic notion about Lee. She's mm-hmm. your friend and you're the dearest I had, but... Um, so that, that was, that was terrifying. Mm -hmm. Just Um, something brand new and kind of unknown. And I mean, I think at that point in your life, probably that came as such a huge shock. Well, let's just be real. I have not only been married to the same man for 37 years, but before I got married, I had plenty of time to be with other people. And there were no women, of course. There were all a lot of men. And when I say, I mean it, I had a, I was very, um, let's see. 
How would you call that? <laughs> you could stop. I mean, I had a lot of boyfriends right. and um, I had a lot of fun. And I even, you know, Matt, I even talked to people, you know, and always explored outside of my own box thinking mm-hmm. that, you know, talked to people who were lesbians. And I thought, gosh, that's just, I could never even imagine that, you know? Yeah. And then I sort of boxed myself in like, sure. oh, I know who I am. Well, I think the greatest thing about this was that it was a reminder that once we define ourselves as one thing, be prepared to have that challenged. And mm-hmm. it might've come late in life, right? Exactly. But it was, it's challenged and thank God, because Truly. it's not only opened me up to the imagine to the knowledge that I am more than just a heterosexual woman who can only do thus and so only in a certain box that I had to live in. Uh, but it's opened me up to really real love, realness. Right. And I think that fear that you had that was so different from relationships that you had felt strongly in, I was the opposite. I think I was so uncomfortable (laughs) previously, you know, I did not date a lot of men or people, period, not women either. Um, And wasn't as married as long as you, and that didn't really feel comfortable. So on the flip side, being with you, felt so comfortable mm-hmm. that that's maybe answers my question about the depth of your fear mm-hmm. versus mine. It finally was like, yes, this steps outside of so many boxes and boundaries of, right. of everything that I have thought for myself. And it's most certainly the expectations of the people around me. Yet it just felt so right. Yeah. So I, I think that just leads me to the reason I wanted to bring this up right. because we don't want to rehash over and over our again, Lee and my relationship. I think the power of visibility is here. And I know that you and I both had the same questions asked by the people that love us the most, our family. Why do you have to be so public with this? You know, mm. why can't you just be quiet? And so I'd like to answer that in a couple of ways. And then I want Go you to it. say something. Okay. First of all, uh, I, we, I, we did not want to be public with this and, um, we were, you know, vicious gossip is a very dark force. I'm just going to tell you. And it, when it happens to you and people find you out or, you know, call you out on something they, I guess, think, yeah. think you're doing when they're, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, they guessed it, but what they did was pervert it. Right. And so the perversion of the bad rumors that were about us had to be addressed. A, because I had a family that I cared about and B, because I had a business that could be ruined by mm-hmm. these rumors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, yeah. it was, it was, uh, it was, a. I didn't want to, I wanted to live in my corner, in my cave, in the dark and <laughs> try to figure this out for the rest of my life and go, Oh my gosh, what is the matter? So I would say it was a, it was a good thing and a bad thing because right. it was bad because it happened that way. And we were forced out of our own. We were in the midst of really trying to figure this out. You've got children. I've got a child. I mean, a grown child, mm-hmm. grandchildren, you know, how do you navigate? that with these new ideas at the same time, you know, you're going through a divorce with your husband. How am I going to tell my daughter, Clary, how's this going to work? Will she ever, you know, forgive me? Am I, am I to be forgiven? Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of things. And then you're just called out. Right. And there's to your point. So initially that feels like, why can't you just be quiet? Well, because 
everybody else is talking about it. So I need to set the record straight when after time, you know, the real question is, well, why does this relationship have to be under wraps? Why does any relationship not qualify as being valid? You know, and that's why we're here now. That's why, you know, I'm a relatively (laughs) private person, but I, you know, I enjoy life with you and I enjoy work with you and I enjoy podcasting with you. And if we can speak to one person who feels a little better about, you know, how they're feeling or themselves because of anything we've experienced, then, then that's the point that, that, you know, life is messy and it doesn't always work out on this perfect path. And it doesn't work out on a perfect path for people who stay in whatever relationship they're in either. So it's like, why is my life, you know, challenge mistakes, whatever it is, any different than anyone else's. Right. And I I think, I think what you're speaking to is, is very important. Um, People really need to question, not need, I hate to use the word need or should Should. or anything (laughs) like that, but I would venture to say that most of us hide things and what Mm. we hide pretty much can destroy us. Mm. Our secrets will pull us apart internally and eventually externally. So if there are secrets, I mean, if, if you're just, uh, whatever you're doing in your life that you're holding a real secret, it is destructive. Uh, I encourage people to go to therapy, try to work it out that way. Um, you know, you and I were a big secret, but I've held secrets all of my life. And those Mm -hmm. have always come back to be very, very, not only troublesome, but you know, really hurtful. And so living really out loud and visibly is what I'm doing now. And what I think you, you and I are doing together visibly and out loud. And (laughs) if that can make someone just step outside and go, well, you know what? I'm not really happy in this relationship. I'm going to do all those things. I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to explore myself and see what, what is it about me? Mm -hmm. And then pot and, therapy or whatever you can go to, um, it is not destructive to ask the question. It's destructive to keep, keep the secret. Mm-hmm. You lose the communication. Yeah. You know, if it's anything between you and your partner. Right. You know, it just, it's, it's going to come back to haunt you and it's hard to deal with. I mean, I'm the last person to deal with confrontation. That's <laughs> for sure. I just wanted to float through and be like, well, this is what I want to do. And this is what's going to happen. And okay, we're good. No floating. <laughs> and that didn't happen. And, and you know, that's good because mm-hmm. that's where, where the growth is. And this isn't about, you know, leaving your heterosexual relationship for a homosexual one. I mean, yeah. it is really about anything. Um, but also to the professional side of what you do, I mean, you've built your career and your passion around be powerful mm-hmm. and being authentic and being true. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what was that like professionally? Professionally, I, I thought it was the death nail, of mm-hmm. course. I mean, not of course, maybe people don't understand how scared I was uh, because be powerful, be authentic, be who you are, own your space, wherever you are. That's in my book. That's in my mantra. That's who I am. I was born. I know this because I've done it all my life. Even when I didn't know I was doing it to empower other people and knowing that I was going along my own path and sometimes stumbling and and having a hard time. And, but it always caused me to want to reach out to other people because Mm. I was 
I was empathetic. I, I just right. wanted to empower people. And so when you're caught in, in, a, in what it felt like I was caught in a lie, you know, because mm-hmm. it was, it was like sort of a big lie. Like I can't tell anybody yeah. how I feel. Right. So I felt really uh, disempowered. I mean, not only I felt like a real jerk, you know, like, right. oh my gosh, I've let everybody down. And of course my business should fail because it's built on, you know, Mm. empowerment and being authentic. And, but then I had to forgive that because you were in fact being those things. I was in fact being those things and it looked really messy Mm -hmm. because it was. Mm -hmm. And authenticity is not beautiful, crisp, white sheets it's been dragged through the mud and there's a little blood on it, you know? Yeah. And so authenticity is what I'm living right now. Right. And it is not only empowering, it is so creative. I know for a fact that I can do anything. I am any, I am, I can be anything and I'm being who I want to be. And you have a real sense I think of need all your life and a real sense of that now, I think, and hopefully a freedom and freedom that doesn't mean freedom from, you know, the shackles of relationships in any Not source. When you have a relationship like you and I have, it is freedom. Shackles come when there are bonds and bounds and things that you have to do. You must act this way. You must this do this. You must have this role. Uh, you must cook the dinner. I must do the clothes. When if we can get down to that, that is confining. Mm-hmm. Freedom is when you have the freedom to really live your live your best self and have not only you love yourself, but someone also equally love yourself. And that's what you and I have. Completely. And it's incredible. I know. It? I know. And it just popped into my head as you said that. Um, I think Glennon Doyle had a post, Melton Wambach, mm-hmm, right. <laughs> had a post in it. She said um, she felt completely held and free. Yes. That's there a great is, way to put right? it. Right? No, that just hit me. That's exactly beautiful. Yeah. And that is when you have, first of all, when you have the support of yourself, mm-hmm. when you love yourself, but when you have the, the love of yourself with that almost, and I believe equal love that you and I have for each other. Completely. You are buoyed into a place that you, you've never imagined. That's right. That's right. And I think, especially for younger couples, I can speak to that of getting married and having babies and, you know, going on that check, check, check Mm -hmm. path. You know, I didn't have the ability to even really at that time know who I was or passionate about, et cetera, when you're just doing things to go to the next spot. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that that was how that part of my life happened, that I did get married, that I had children who mm-hmm. were the biggest blessing of my life. But within those phases of life to really find a way to better explore, you know, your relationship and what you want out of it and, and the roles between the two of you. Yeah. I think that, I, I think you've inspired people like you're just talking about because we have a lot of clients and friends that are your age and people that are having children and going through that. And I think that, that you are an inspiration to them to really, you know, mm-hmm. 
to get deep into their own selves first. Right. I mean, it's hard when you've got little babies and diapers and people, and it's hard to do, to put yourself first. You're in, I just believe you're an inspiration. To and your, your partner first. I mean, it's yeah. not a, a yeah. selfish place where I, I want I anyone to move away from the relationship they're in, you know, if they don't, want to. I mean, I think, you know, if you do or don't want to be in your relationship and then how do you grow it healthfully? And I'm right. no expert for sure, but I have landed in a relationship with you that just feels magical in that sense. If you could go back to when you were having your babies, and I believe that all relationships are really important. I think the relationship you had with your husband was really important, mm-hmm. not just because you had these two beautiful right. children, but th- what would you tell yourself? You know, yeah. of course you were in a difficult time. We all are. And sometimes it's hard, even the, in the absolute best relationships to <laughs> appreciate your partner Absolutely. when you're going through the travails of new motherhood and new fatherhood. Right. And it's hard to, I wouldn't really redo because I think everything has worked out for us the way it it needed to. And I've learned so much along the way, but for me, my personality just wasn't able to come to the table always with my voice. Mm in a way that could be heard. And so maybe because, I don't know, I'm just, who knows what kind of impression you might, or I might have on people that are going through that. But I hope that it is to listen to their own voice and to speak it, even though it sounds like a mess. Yeah, right. I mean, anytime, when when I've really tried to voice my heart, I'm generally in tears. I mean, Usually I can't breathe. You know, when you're, when you're really voicing your heart, yes, it's hard to say words. Yeah. Makes you and, speechless. Sometimes. And, uh, but I think if you're really honest with your partner, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to do. Right. So. And there's help out. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the thing we, you know, if you can't articulate it, maybe you can verbally share it. Maybe you need the third party to work on that. Yeah. But if you can both get to a point where you both feel heard, I mean, that's, yeah. That's the goal, in my well, opinion. Well, that's the beauty of what that's we what have learned, right? right? <laughs> so um, I think we should, switch. I'm not going to do this to you, Lee. Oh, well, hang on. Go ahead. But then no, I'm not going to switch gonna gears because I had another. She's going to switch gears. Good. I'd rather you could do it because you know I'm going to go crazy. Oh, well, you are. So I'll give us kind <laughs> of on the same path. You know, what's interesting about that visibility topic is oh, the culture that we live in today just, in my opinion, hides behind so much in authenticity and fakeness and filters. And, you know, I'm specifically going, you know, to technology and social media here and it's the world we live in, but it just kind of drives me crazy. It should, it, drives it, me drives, crazy. it should drive all of us crazy mm-hmm. because it's, there's a really great thing on HBO called fake famous. I recommend anybody would watch it. The whole influencer, um, Ugh. whole spectrum of influencers and how, you know, high visibility we're talking about right now, mm-hmm. visibility and showing realness is different from high visibility and showing fakeness because the fakeness is going to, if it really affects you, make you feel less than right. Realness is going to make you feel better and more than you feel right now. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. So if you're scrolling Instagram and you're looking at these influencers with a million plus 
people and pretty much they just have beautiful makeup and whatever they do. I mean, there's, there's some, they're doing some great things out there, but there's others that I think is just, I can't follow it. Right. I have to well, unfollow to me, that. There feels like this vibe that we all kind of have to be the same, yeah. right? Like there's so many great tips and tricks and things we learn, et cetera. And we all know, and we both can say we've filtered or made a picture prettier oh, because it's you know a visual medium, but the follow me and be exactly what I'm like and buy this or else that we have no sense of, or we're, we're diminishing, especially for the younger generation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any sense of true uniqueness. True. I mean, there's a version no, of it I right. see like artistically on social media, Instagram that allows people to express themselves what I love. But I feel like there's another level of, you know, this is my perfect happy life and we should all do this and buy this. And there's no real like thought behind it. I don't know. It's it's easy. That's a rant. It's easy. (laughs) It's easy. And it's hard at the same time. I'm sure getting up every day and changing clothes 80 times and putting on makeup, that's hard. But at the same time, it's, it, in this HBO special, it sort of says literally 10 years ago, you ask children, what do they want to be when they grow up? Doctors, lawyers, firemen, policemen. Mm -hmm. Now, what do they want to be when they grow up? An influencer. Why not? These influencers yeah. are going in to resorts in Italy and is spending the whole, you know, two weeks free and getting paid. You know, so there's and there is just something about the fake famous like mm-hmm. and I if you're going to be that famous, then get real. Show us real, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I know people are doing that. Yes, they people are. are doing that. And so let's use that platform as much as we can to to show realness. But at the same time, let's get off of it a little bit. Uh, let's explore ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, I mean, if we haven't done that in the last year, then we've missed a great opportunity. Right. COVID has provided a lot of downtime. I know, but on the flip side to that, and I'm sure other people feel like this, I feel or have felt sometimes during this past year, like, oh, wow, that's a lot of quiet time. And what have I done with it? Oh, right? yeah. Like you can oh, wild yeah. you quiet can throw time the guilt away. Out. Yeah. Sure, for sure. Which is odd, but that's okay. I'm not sure how valuable watching all these movies were. Except they were great. Well, think of all the they movies we didn't go see. We love a Sunday movie theater in the cinema. Oh my God, cinema. I miss the cinema. It's going to happen. The movie theater? Yeah. Yeah, the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the 1950s. Uh, no, I really, you know, we the hope is always there for, for us. I mean, I, I can't live without hope. And we know, right. it, we know this pandemic is hard. Hard and we know it's going to be done mm-hmm. and uh, everybody's going to get their vaccinations and feel good. Yep. And when you know, I believe the president said on TV last night, Hey, it's going to be next Christmas. Everything's going to be fine. And you're like, wait, what <laughs> next Christmas? What about this summer? Uh, you know? Yeah. Well, um, we've been, you know, well-versed in masking and doing life differently. And I don't think we need to think it will be back to normal and just think about, you know, on that visibility note, what is it that we want to show to the world and what, what kind of people and things we want to have in our lives. Well, I want to have high visibility and realness because I like the visibility because it's, it, it, you know, it's not only just my business, right? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I I love the attention that Hilliard Studio Method gets because that is my, it's like having a 
child you want everyone to appreciate because that child, if you do, if you, if I let you hold my child for a minute, you're going to feel better. That's what I feel about Hilliard City. Oh, I love that. You know, and so, so there's the beauty of the high visibility, but if the high visibility for me and you personally, which I think we want, we wanted to address today because people again are like, you know, why can't you just be quiet about who you are? Yeah is because I'm not here to be quiet about who I am. I'm here to be out loud and because I have something to be. And that that is the light in all of us. Everybody here yep. has something that they can be without even speaking a word that we can look and see and go, wow, that's courage. That's love. That's strength. And we're going to get, everybody's going to get there through all of our little stumbling blocks that we do. So when you get a chance to be real, be out loud with it. So other people can see how, how you do it. How you screw it up too. You go girl. (laughs) You were going to take us on a tangent a while ago. What was it? Are we going to go on it? I'm having, okay. One of these days we're going to have a sex spurt come on our podcast (laughs) because I was listening to Dax Shepard and the um, the girl yesterday, Emily. Emily, She's so good. What's her name? Sex with Emily or something. I'm I'm not. She's got a podcast. You found this. I have not yet. Well, anyway, I think that's one of the things everybody needs to kind of explore on their own. We're not going to go there today. However, I will say um, it's important. Everybody needs to have a good sex life, whether it's with yourself or with your partner, <laughs> you need that. Trust me on that. There's a lot of information coming out right now. And what's her name? What's her last name? Emily. I think Morse, maybe. Emily Morris. Morse. Morse. M-O-R-S-E. Okay. She's, uh, I think I've got that right. She's got my attention and it's not about just the act the act of sex, but the, the value and the, the opening that that allows. And so we're all sexual beings and and it's kind of fun to be two women. (laughs) We'll also do that one at some point. Yes. When you get your nerve up, because you're not ready. I'm just going to sit here while you go on your tangent. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that's it. You're not, that's it. You're that's not going to go. No. You're not going no. there. You're interested in that. We're going to learn more about it. We're going to learn more about it. Right. There okay. we go. Well, I agree with you. Though. It's a beautiful day. Let's go make it even more beautiful by being ourselves and shining our light. Sounds like a plan. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Hilliard Studio Method is open. We offer classes inside, outside, or at home via Zoom, as well as our streaming platform. For more details, you can go to HilliardStudioMethod.com. Please follow us at Hilliard Studio Method, and I'm at Lee Canelli. I'm at Liz Hilliard HSM. I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review the Hilliard Studio Podcast.